Hi, sisters, and welcome back to Goth Sorority. This is Bachelorette Night. We're recapping weeks two and three in this episode. We're your hosts, Kathleen and Eleanor. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're a little behind. What's new? Listen. Life happens, guys. Life is crazy. Um, But it's nice. It's nice to get this refresher Monday night. Yeah. And then tomorrow night we can watch with freshened eyes. Yeah. You're so right. We did it on purpose. We did it on purpose. It's actually so planned. You wouldn't even believe. Yeah. Like weeks in advance. Um, I do feel like before we get into it, I just want to say that if they actually do two seasons of The Bachelor in a row and they make Blake the second one, we are forever done with this franchise. We say that. Sister Strike. Mm, We say that. You know we're going to watch and hate it, but we're going to watch. But it's like, would they really do that to us? I wouldn't put anything past them at this point. Like the sadistic tendencies of bachelor nation um continue to surprise me but i think we just need to take our expectations and lower them yeah it's true i mean that's like expectations on the ground below ground level if blake is the bachelor but what that really tells us is how much the producers truly hate katie that's true they despise but her what would have been would worse blake or greg what do you mean for katie oh for katie definitely blake i think greg it would be like oh that's so annoying like well yeah it's like blake more is like you were engaged yes. to this man that's true you're like right. oh two weeks ago yeah. i mean they probably broke up before they announced it but greg it would be like haha yeah but, you know, it's more personal. It's personal, it's personal right. with Blake. I, I don't want to see that man's ugly. No, I really can't. On my TV I really can't. ever again. You know he'll be in paradise. That's fine. Put yeah. him in paradise. So there's distractions at yeah. least. But, like, looking at his face every week. And his week. personality driving. His, it's like he doesn't even and have And watching one. women delude themselves into... No, that would be sad. Yeah. Watching really 30 sad. women act like they genuinely want to be there for Blake. Yeah. No. We can't do it. Please, God. Yeah. Also up front, I feel like while we're talking about this, yeah. we might as well note that it has come to our attention mm-hmm. during this season or even before this season aired uh, that one of the men will be – has it been like actually announced or is it just heavily rumored? I think it's like confirmed they're filming. Oh, okay. Uh, that one of the men in this season will be the next Bachelor. Yes. So if you want to avoid those spoilers, although I think it is becoming like very common knowledge at this point. Yeah. Uh, we're just saying fair warning. That yeah, we will likely be, be calling him out. Yes. The next Bachelor in this episode and going forward. So just be warned. Yes. Um, you can turn it off if you want to. That would be pretty lame. Yeah. But if you're a stickler for the spoilers. Lame. Lame. So week two, we have the first group date. For a second, mm-hmm. I was like, what was week one? I was like, bitch, that's <laughs> night one. That's when yeah. everyone is introduced. <laughs> 
Week two, we get into the actual date. So we have our first group date, Mm -hmm. which is like an are you smarter than a fifth grader setup. Michelle has some of her friends, which are just child actors. But it's like three fifth graders who are there to help her school these men. School them. Um, So they do all... Some classic fun, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it's a good date. Yeah. You know, they do... Some math. I mean, is it a good date? No. Is no. it good TV? Yes. It's good TV, for sure. <laughs> you know, they do some math. They do some spelling. You know, would I be able to do that on the spot? Absolutely fucking I not. wouldn't. So I'm no, not gonna... like long multiplication. No, I couldn't. No. Is that, that's not even like a real term, is no. it? No. But like long division, if they asked me to do that. Hell absolutely no. fucking not. No. Like I would just make a joke word. out of it because... I'd be like, I'm pretty. Imagine trying and then like no, getting it wrong. No, that's so embarrassing. And we're reminded that Romeo, who was on the date, is literally a mathematician. Oh, come but on. But he didn't, he didn't really seem like an asshole about it. Well, yeah, no. But I mean, I it must feel strange being like that is my profession. I'm a mathematician. What does that even mean? Are you a professor are you... That's a good question. I just don't even understand what that fucking means. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people who are, like, good at math become, like, actuaries, right? Yeah. Which is, like... I mean, I still have no fucking no. idea what they really do. But, like, it's at least a little more clear than being a mathematician. Yeah. Mystery, man. Um. Yeah, and then we have some spelling, which some of the guys are struggling. Again, I can't judge. No. Brandon misspells protein. And you know what? The E-I-I-E. No, it's always confusing. My okay. Ass, I really okay? don't, like, judge anybody for, like, unless it's, like, egregious yeah. spelling errors. Yeah. You know? Like, or bad grammar where it's, like, don't apostrophe. know the yours, yeah. don't know the theirs. Like, that's... Yeah. That's where I draw the line. That's where I But like spelling, it's like, why do we need to know how to spell these days? We don't. We don't, okay? We have our stupid little phones that do it all for us. No, the I-E-E-I words, I will not judge. I will not judge. My fellow man. Also, entrepreneur, he like mixed up the E and the U. I'm like, okay, come on. He knew they were both in there at least. Like, fuck that word. Yeah, that word sucks. Who needs that word? That word sucks. Um, But yeah, we're reminded... Yet again, the pizza that <laughs> Peter is a pizzapreneur. Um, so he's just kind of interjecting every single question that they ask. He's like putting stupid stuff on his whiteboard, and then he's like trying to get Michelle's attention. And one of the little girls is like, "Leave her alone." Yeah, and it's just cringy. It's cringy. It's like watching a kid in class, like who thinks he's funny, like trying to get the teacher's attention and it's just cringe yeah. that's what it was it was cringe and then near the end they are asked to spell the word narcissist again that's a hard word but will yeah like could i figure it out yeah would i feel yeah if you gave me a little confident? time no no um will decides to be a little funny and he writes on his whiteboard peter um i mean not a good move i would say not a good move you know it is like he was instigating something there but i I mean mean, it's true like peter sucks and peter was being so annoying but that was bold yeah to do and i don't know that michelle appreciated it yeah 
she probably was just like okay messy yeah um and then i think the last part of the school date is musical chairs so it's like 10 grown men playing musical chairs it's it peter is way too aggressive he's like shoving gonna people beat out somebody's ass he thinks he's like a mobster or something he thinks he's like so badass and it's like you have a silly little haircut <laughs> you're a silly little man who's letting will get in your head yeah. like you look like a fool you look like a fool you look like a little boy um and then into the night portion so we see Michelle talking a lot with Brandon. Um, Brandon is the one who couldn't spell protein. Again, like probably one of the worst errors of the day. Yeah. Made. And if I were Michelle, like, I do feel like it would be a bit like, eh. Yeah. You know, like you're a teacher. Yeah. Your fifth graders can probably spell that. And he just seems childish. Yeah, to no, me. he does seem childish. He's boyish. Yes. Um, so it's just it's a weird attraction. Mm-hmm. It's not making sense to me. It doesn't make sense. He keeps saying these super cheesy lines where he's like, um, I don't even remember. Something about like, I want like I'm gonna have a dream about you tonight. And uh, just like too like, smooth. But it's not even it's not smooth. smooth. It's like stereotypical like like, just pickup lines yeah it's just pickup lines it's like a pickup artist (laughs) yeah it's just cringe it's like i'm just trying to soak up every moment yeah i'm like ew okay (laughs) yeah it's like the vibes of a guy who would like go hang out at the mall and yeah like talk to girls in that way in an ick way yeah I mean, he seems nice. It's just like weirds me out that Michelle is clearly very into him. When he seems like a 16-year-old boy, he talks like a 16-year-old boy. And then she like makes out with him and she's 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 into into it. it. Uh, While that's happening, Will and Peter like start going at each other. Peter goes after Will. And yeah, it's like, it's just so hard to take Peter seriously, but there is something scary about him where it's like that anger yeah. is just like... He's unhinged. He's unhinged. It's like he has nothing to lose at all times. And it's like, in what world would like you want a woman that you barely know who you're trying to win her affection, like to see you in that way, to see you yeah. behaving in that way. Like that is so embarrassing and scary. Like I'm shocked she didn't just send him home immediately, but I'm sure the producers had a hand in that. But yeah, he's just like scary. He's like a bully. Yeah. An Italian bully. Italian bully. A bully. A bully. Um, and while, you know, the group date is going on, we flash back to the house, which interjection, mm-hmm. Sister Emmy gave us some valuable insight. Oh. So news to me. Episode one recap, we were saying, like, what's the deal with the Bachelor Mansion? Why aren't they there anymore? Was it Chris Harrison's house? Um, And Sister Emmy, who lives in San Diego, California Queen, educated. Let me pull up her DM. I don't want to get anything wrong. Her direct message. 
an insider tip. If any of you guys have insider tips, always send them to us on Instagram. If it'll freaking load. But basically, it does not belong to Chris Harrison. But it belongs to a family friend of Chris Harrison. Uh, Let's see. She said, Chris Harrison does not own the mansion. It is owned by his friends. It is owned by friends, good family friends. And they actually live there during the year when they are not filming. So I don't know if the family decided to close their house during COVID for safety reasons but the house is located near Thousand Oaks, California, which is not the most beautiful area. My hunch is that they decided not to film there because there is not much to do around there date-wise, and since they can't travel as much, it would not be an ideal location. Another reason could be that the house doesn't have enough rooms for everyone to quarantine, Mm. which that would definitely make sense. So people do live there, not Chris Harrison, and... Yeah, it's probably that because I don't know how strict they're like quarantining yeah. anymore, but they definitely all have their own rooms. I yeah. Think. Wait, so is she saying it's family? F- or I like can't tell if she's Chris saying Harrison? that her, f- it's like one of her friends' family friends. Yeah. That kind of is what it sounds like. Or so. not Chris Harrison's. Not Chris Harrison's. It sounds like okay. it's Sister Emmy's friends' wow, family personal connect. So that's what, like a second degree connection yeah. for us. That's beautiful. So. Thank I think it's a little me. more than second. Third. I think that would probably be like fifth. Fifth. Whatever. <laughs> We're very close. Yeah. It's a connection. And Sister Emmy also tipped us off to the Blake as next bachelor. Yeah. Um, we owe it all to Sister Emmy. So shout She's out to Sister in. Emmy. Um, she also lives in San Diego where – yeah. Almost all of Bachelor Nation lives, apparently. So keep an eye out for... Well, we've got our bases covered between San Diego and Nashville, yeah, I think. For so. James and Aaron, fave couple. <laughs> um, so the date card comes to the hotel, and it says that Jamie gets the first one-on-one. Which, yeah, after night one, we liked Jamie. Mm-hmm. He seemed nice. Just funny. And this is the first time that we see some red flags. Yeah. Because he's telling these guys who are sitting around, obviously any of them would kill yeah, to too. have this date with Michelle. And he says like, well, you know, it's also important for me to find out, is she right for me? Like, I have a very crazy lifestyle. Yeah. I'm flying to third world countries. Like, Which, ew. <laughs> day up. Yeah, it's just like cringe very cringe and it's like it's i don't know the idea isn't like like the comments themselves aren't bad yeah because like that's what it dating is is like finding out if you're good for each other yeah if like you know yeah you like them and if they like you that would be like a normal thing to say going into a first date but in this situation when it's like all these guys want a date with her yeah it's not uh not i don't know and he says like i want to make sure i'm spending my time well like it's like oh yeah your time is so valuable valuable, yeah unlike all these other guys who are just like chumps like waiting around it's like well my time is very valuable 
That's what he thinks. Okay, dude. Um, Back to the group date. Brandon gets the group date rose, which was like, what? But then I guess, like, who else on that date would have been better? I don't know. I mean, looks-wise, surely there was some. Yeah. Romeo, like, any, not anyone, but. (laughs) You know, it's like, she, does she have slim pickings? It's hard to tell. No, there are very attractive men. There are very attractive men. I would say there's probably five, like, very attractive men. Which is enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough. I don't know. And when I'm watching it, I'm not like, ooh, all these guys are disgusting. It's just like Brandon. Really? Not the best of the best. Um, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. No hate no to No hate him. to any Brandon stands out there. And no hate to him. He's I fine. think Sister Emma is a Brandon fan. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. Sorry, Emma. Sorry, sister. Um, so then the first one-on-one with Jamie comes around and they go to Joshua Tree, which is cool. It's a cool day. Yeah. And they're they like some rock climbing. Yeah, they're like climbing rocks or something. <laughs> I was kind of zoned out during this, to be honest. I'm like, don't care. Don't care. Um, and he's, you know, helping her through it. They're helping each other, okay? She doesn't need it's about his trust. Help. You're right. She did a climbing thing with Matt too, right? Did she? I think it was like their last, or they were repelling. Oh, they right, loved right. to repel. Right. This was climbing, but I'm sure we'll have a repelling moment later in, yeah. the, in the season. We always do. And she says at one point, I'm glad I brought you. You're not a complainer, which I really like. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, we'll see that that's not necessarily that true. Not true. Um, so then like the dinner portion of their date Jamie opens up and we hear his extremely sad story, Mm -hmm. which was that like he, his mom was really young when she had him Mm -hmm. and she like had a lot of mental health issues. And from the time he was like pretty young onwards, he realized like she's not well. Yeah. And I think he said he was 12 when he like, found her like like trying to kill herself yeah and he then realized like well i can't leave her alone so then he started staying home from school missing a lot of school because he felt like he couldn't leave or she would kill herself which is horrible yeah like that's just so much horrific. weight for a kid yeah. yeah for a 12 year old um and he has a younger sister i think and then when And this just like went on for years and years and years. And then when he was 24, his mother did kill herself, which is super sad. And we feel super bad for him, of course. Um, And Michelle's crying. Like Michelle was really moved. moved. And she was like, well, I'm really proud of you for Mm -hmm. being here and like being the person that you are, Um, which is a nice moment. And he says like, Something like, you know, I can't regret any part of my story because it's like what's led me to this moment. Um, Yeah, so they have very emotional night, dinner. She gives him the rose and then they go and they have their first, the first private concert of the season. 
And they're dancing and it's like, okay, I kind of like Jamie now. Yeah, no. Not just because of his trauma, but it was like, okay. You know, maybe like he's definitely abrasive or he was when he was talking about the date card. But it's like, you know, you see more of him and you're like, like, well, he seems like a person. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And they're dancing and they're kissing and it's like, okay, that's cute. We kind of like Jamie now. See how long that lasts. Um, Spoiler alert, not long. Yeah. And then group date number two is a basketball date. So they're just like getting both themes of the season. Yeah. You know, episode, not one, but like the first dates, it's like teacher and basketball. Yeah. In case you forgot, she's a teacher and she's a baller. So, so you better remember, they will not let us forget. No. Um, and that morning we see Joe on the phone with his mom and he finds out that his high school basketball coach and his mentor has died, Mm -hmm. um, which another super sad thing. And he's very upset, but he decides that he's going to go on the group date anyways, because his basketball coach would have wanted him, would have wanted him to play basketball because that's like what he loves to do. So we get a little bit more background on Michelle's basketball Mm -hmm. career and Joe's and how they intersect. So Joe, his senior year of high school was like Mr. Basketball. Mr. Minnesota. Mr. Minnesota Basketball, which is like the number one high school player in the state. So, like, Michelle definitely knew who he was. She knew, especially considering she was Miss Basketball. Was it the same year? Yeah. Yeah, the same year. The runner-up. Yeah, so. She knew who. She was clearly in touch with, you know. Or she was very plugged into that community. Yes. So, and it's like, I I think she's probably had a crush on him since high school. Probably, yeah. Which gives him a huge advantage. Huge. But it's like really sweet. It is really sweet. <laughs> it's really it cute. It literally is like a the setup to a rom-com. Yeah. Um, I just love stories like that where it's like I had a crush for mm-hmm. so long. Um, yeah, I'm Team Joe. I really like Joe. So we get that background, and then the guys are gonna play a little game of basketball. And Joe gets some losers on his team, apparently, because they're getting their asses beat. They are getting their asses beat. (laughs) But then Michelle, I mean, and Michelle's like comforting him. Yeah, she's like, come on, Mr. Basketball. And she's like squeezing his shoulders. (laughs) And then he's like, okay, it's go time. And he turns it around. Uh He turns it on. And he brings his team back to within one point. So he's like dominating, but but do still lose. Yeah, blue team still loses. So situation, it's like the situation where the team that wins gets to go on the evening portion of the day, and the loser team has to go back to the mansion. But of course, yes. they can't have sexy Joe going back no. to the mansion all alone. No, so they're like, okay, but you're like the MVP, so yeah. you get to come with us. It's like they definitely made that up. Yeah, they made that up. Joe. They were like, she was like, you're coming home with you're me. Coming you're home. coming on the group date with me. Uh, Which, yeah, it's like clearly 
they like made one of the interns run the Dollar General, yeah, like a shitty ass medal. Yeah, be like. And the other guys are like upset. Like his team's upset, and it's like, okay, well, he carried you on his fucking back, so I don't want to hear it from you, blue team. Go home. And the red team, it's like, shut up. He's Mister Basketballs. He's Michelle's man. Okay. Fuck off. I think it's very clear that Eleanor is uh, (laughs) biased here. Um, So Joe gets to go on the date, the evening portion. And it's fun. I mean, and I think he talks to her first and it's like, yeah, that also kind of rubs the guys the wrong way. But it's not like, it's not giving like Joe is a villain. No, no, it's just like people are jealous. Yeah, people are jealous except for Nate. Nate is an unbothered king. I also love Nate. I love Nate too. Nate and Joe, top two. Yeah, for me. Um, Yeah personally i'm not saying for well, me too i'm not saying for michelle is what i'm saying no before michelle brandon is up there stop he's up there i know he is we'll do an updated top four predictions yeah, we will. at the end we will. um yeah so her and nate are vibing i don't really remember who else was even it's not there. important. It's not important. <laughs> what was important was Nate and Joe. Yeah. And so Joe opens up to her about his basketball coach. And she says, she's like, we just have this connection. Like, I don't know if it's basketball or if it's Minnesota or if it's both. And he's yeah. like, yeah, like, I feel it too. Uh, uh, hard to compete with that. It is very hard to compete. Um, and Joe gets the group date rose. So then we move on to the cocktail party and Jamie and Martin are starting to chit chat. Martin was on the group date and he, his team won. So he was there and he was clearly like jealous that Joe was there and Joe got the rose. So Martin's talking to Jamie and they're speculating like, well, she definitely knew Joe before they got here because of basketball and Minnesota, it's like they had to have known each other. Yeah. But they just start like, I don't know. They seem like they are the only ones really talking about oh, yes, Yeah. And Jamie is just like taking it to the next level. You know, yeah. Martin's kind of like, it's annoying. It seems like maybe. And Jamie's well, whatever. like, well, I'm going to go talk to her. Does yeah. he say that? Well, he like, tells constantly? Martin the story. This is the first time we hear his little story. That his friend in Minneapolis saw Michelle shortly before filming began in Minneapolis with another man who the description like could have been Joe. And so, yeah, it was implied like, oh, well, maybe she was like with Joe before filming started. Um, And I think the words he used was like his friend was like, oh, she's already booed up. Ew. Which is just like cringe. Like you're yeah. a 32 year old man. I don't want to hear you saying it's just she's booed up. Um, so yeah. So he's like, well, he doesn't tell Martin that he's going to Michelle. Yeah. He just decides Jamie with the rose on his lapel. Lapel goes to Michelle, and he's like, well, I'm the hero here. I'm gonna let Michelle know that. People are talking people shit. People are talking shit. And by people, I mean me. Me and Martin. Me yeah. and ugly little Martin. Um, yeah, so he tells her, like, 
Well, this rumor that you and Joe knew each other and you and Joe were maybe talking before this has really taken on a character of its own. That's how much people are talking about it. Every, he says something like every room, every room I've walked into, this is what they're talking about. Like every conversation this comes up, the men are just obsessed with this theory that she and Joe knew each other. Yeah, that's definitely how he portrays it. Yes, which is like, couldn't be further from the truth when it's just him and Martin. Yeah. And then he goes ahead and tells her like, well, my friend in Minneapolis also told me this, Mm -hmm. which is just straight up like, like trying to undermine Michelle's intentions by being like, hmm, like, even acting like that's a possibility yeah. that she was dating a man who maybe was Joe like right before yeah. this. Yeah, it's just Or if she was dating anybody like right before this. Yeah. Knowing that she was gonna be you know. Yeah, it's like if you trust her, then you know that that's not true. Yeah. And you wouldn't say that to her. So he's just introducing all of these insecurities. Yeah. And it's manipulative. Fuck he's fucking with her. He's doing what Carl did. To yeah, Katie, but it's way worse because it's kind of working. Yeah, because it's working for sure, what and it has substance. It's not yeah. just people are saying stuff like people are saying, yeah, undisclosed stuff. things. Like people yeah. are judging you. It's like no, this is exactly what people are saying, and they're obsessed with it, and it has a character of its own, and everyone thinks you're a liar and thinks yeah. you're not being authentic. So she's visibly upset. She's like shaken by this. Cause of course now she yeah. thinks that all the guys there think she's a liar. They think she's like a cheater, like cheating the system. And it's, yeah, that's upsetting. What is fucked up to think about is the fact that the camera people, the producers, Tasha and Caitlin, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, they know this isn't true. And nobody's like, but you it's know. like, that's just not how the game yeah. is played. You have to just let her suffer through this and yeah. think that like, oh yeah, we've been filming everyone's like confessionals and they're all talking, talking. about this. Yeah. And she's freaking out about that. I'm sure. Yeah. And she goes to Tasha and Caitlin and they're just like, what? What? Yeah. That's terrible. So Michelle then goes to all of the guys. They're all gathered in the lobby of the hotel or whatever the fuck it is that looks really depressing. Um, and she is upset and kind of angry because she feels like these guys are well, yeah. questioning her. Questioning her. And she clears things up. She says, I messaged Joe twice, which is interesting because yeah. episode one, we were saying like for her to be like, feel, to, for her to feel like she was ghosted, yeah. it had to have been like, somewhat of a substantial back and but forth. But no, apparently but not. No. Either she's lying or no, but it kind of seems like it just was too messy. Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, quote unquote, ghosted her, which may be a bit dramatic. But I'm guessing like maybe if she like, they had context of who each other was. Yeah, maybe, that's true. You know, it that's was a bit true. more insulting than like, she just reached out to somebody and they didn't, you know. That's true. Didn't respond after two messages. Yeah, where it's like, it's like we they know kind who each, of other are. each other. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but it was apparently only two messages, yeah. but that's true. Um, and she tells the guys. So then she now has to share that rumor that Jamie said the story that Jamie yeah. told her, where it's like, no one knew that. No one 
would have ever thought of that. And it may not even be true, honestly. Jamie is like a psychopath. We don't even know if this was true or if he just was ever seen with someone. Yeah. Yeah. So she just tells them, like, yeah, you know, like to be a woman of color in Minneapolis, in Minnesota. Anytime I'm seen with another, with a man of color, it's like we're dating. Yeah. It's like, well, they must be dating when they're just friends. Yeah. Which, yeah, is fucked up. And Jamie's just sitting there. Like, so smug. It's just so fucked up. Like, knowing, like, well, this is all my doing. His intentions. It's just so hard to... Yeah. To even imagine what was going through his head. Yeah. It seems like he's manipulative and he wanted to undermine her and he wanted to... He wanted to, like, one-up her. He wanted to have the control over her because that's what, like, narcissistic controlling men are like yeah or he's like hmm, how can i make it so that i have the control in this situation yeah i'm kind of pulling the strings yeah, yeah. it's gross and i think joe's shocked because it's like joe hasn't heard that anyone was speculating about this yeah. and now everyone's like which no one cared everyone's no. like oh you messaged twice and then okay. it was nothing yeah like, who cares but joe's like uh <laughs> Has everyone been talking about me yeah. or what? And Michelle tells them, she's like, well, if anyone has questions, like, I'm open, please ask them. I would love to clear this yeah. up. And well, the guys are so confused. They're like, so they're all quiet. Yeah, they're like, I haven't been talking about this. No conversation I've been a part of has been talking about yeah. this. Like, who is talking about this? So yeah, they're quiet. And then Michelle just takes that as like they're mad or they're just like uncomfortable uncomfortable and that like makes her you know more upset Mm -hmm. and more like irritated by the situation so she cancels the cocktail party and she like leaves because she needs to like clear her head yes um yeah and then all the guys start talking like well who did it yeah you know like there's a rat among us and he probably thinks that he can just like get away with this. He's clearly insecure to do this, but yeah. we're going to find out who it is. And Jamie's just sitting there. Yeah. It's quiet. It's quiet. Um, but the men, the men want to sniff out the rat. And then we move into the rose ceremony. So yeah, things are just tense, kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets their roses. Four men go home. Alec, I don't know who that was, Pardeep, Daniel, who was firefighter number one with like the toy truck, and then PJ. PJ is so cute. Yeah. He's like hotter than most of the guys there. Yeah. And she sent him home. He was the firefighter who came up in the real truck. It's just like, what was the logic there? I don't know, man. To keep like Peter... And to send PJ home. It's mine. It doesn't make sense. The others, it's like, eh. Meh. Okay. So now we move into week three. Last week, we have, again, two group dates and a one-on-one. So we start off with the first group date, which is basically just a big Top Gun 2 ad. (laughs) Yeah, that's all it is. (laughs) Because Top Gun 2 is coming out soon, apparently. 
which I don't care. No. <laughs> I've seen Top Gun a long time ago. I don't ago, think I've even like, seen it. I feel like it's care. a movie that, you know, not to be sexist, it's like that's a guy movie. That's for guys. It's for boys only. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care for little Tom Cruise and his little airplane. No, he sucks. He sucks. Um, but it's funny. So the men walk in and they're in like a a hangar yeah. or something. And the two like actors, the two main actors in a Top Gun 2 walk in. And Peter's like, oh, it's Glenn Powell. And it's like, you didn't know who that was. Like, maybe he did, but maybe I would did. be shocked. But why? But why? He's like a Netflix actor. Which he's been in some good Netflix movies, but well, let's not act like he's yeah. an A-list actor or anything. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of goofy. It's like, oh, these two actors, like everything we did while we were training. Like I'm so, guessing okay. they didn't have any military people on this date, or even like in general this season, I don't think there are any. Yeah. It just seems like that would be really it's a bit silly. Insulting. <laughs> It'd yeah. be a bit insulting to be like, well. We as actors, we had to prepare for our roles. Um, Yeah, so they give them all nicknames. Peter is called Doughboy, which I think Olu is like, that isn't right. (laughs) Like a Doughboy is like, you know, Peter just does not fit the description. (laughs) Um, And then they have to go in the spinny thing. It's giving like space camp vibes. Yeah. It's like a a spinny thing. Yeah. It's a G4 simulator. Yeah. Otherwise known as a spinny thing. It's a spinny thing. And they're supposed to like tell Michelle how they feel about her as they're spinning. Which, why? I don't understand the appeal. It's kind of torture. It's torture. And it's like, do you want these men to like throw up in front of you? That's so gross. It is gross. And it's like a very real possibility. Oh, like adults it's like a aren't meant, their bodies aren't meant to go like that. No. Like would I throw up? It's very likely. And are they given a heads up? Like, hey, maybe Don't, go light. Yeah, skip breakfast. Skip breakfast this morning. Oh, I would kill to know the secrets of. I would. Or are they like, there's some eggs. They're like, eat up, eat up. <laughs> You're really going to need your energy yeah. today. Get seconds, get thirds. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have to, like, profess their feelings. And Peter, no, it's like, what feelings, though? It's what week feelings? three. Yeah. Peter, like, says something in Italian. His recipe for love. And then he's immediately followed by Will, who then, like, tells her, Something very similar yeah. in Spanish. Um, and he like seems like he's actually going to throw up. And she's like, do you need a bucket? And he's like, I need you. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Um, and then lastly, they just like do a fighting thing where they're like hitting each other with padded sticks. It's like, <laughs> so lame. It's, it's like, like yeah. at least have them wrestle or something. Yeah, It's like they're just using their little sticks. Is there like, there's like a Drake or Drake and Josh or like a Zoe one on one or something. Zoe one on one? Y'all. I'm sorry. I'm so in Bachelor What mode. was that? Zoe one on one. I'm impressed with my mind. Okay. That's beautiful. Zoe 101, where they're like in the sumo suits with the yeah. like 
It's ringing a bell for sure. You know, it's like ha, huh, it's like a sitcom. It's ringing a Drake thing. bell. You could yeah. say, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. He is in prison. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so it's like they're just like pushing each other off of like a little balance beam. It's <laughs> like, like it's okay. Okay. It's kind of funny. Will is paired with Peter, of course, and he totally owns Peter. Yeah. Peter's very embarrassed. He's triggered. He's triggered for sure. And then they give, you know, this jacket to the man who did the best at these little challenge, these silly little challenges. Little challenges. And Will wins. And they set it up to where it's like, could be Peter. They're like, he was bilingual like vulnerable and peter honestly thinks that might be him no but no um yeah so here's where we might bring in the fact that oh yeah the future bachelor drum roll drum roll clayton question mark clayton they're really starting to like you know, show us more and more of him, even though there's nothing to show. No. It's boring. It's just him like talking and saying It's nothing. like, if this is the flattering edit. Yeah, because you know they're giving him the most flattering edit possible. So it's just him being like, I really need to step up today. Like, I really need to talk to her. I really need, it's, it's like, like, who cares? Yeah. You're yeah. ugly. We don't care. Yeah. And you're the next bachelor. It's, it's going to take a lot to get us on his side. I'm sure once he gets a one-on-one, we'll probably come He'll have him. some... There's, There's got to be something no, for where the, like, For him to be the Bachelor, there has to be. And you know what? I look forward to it. Yeah. I look forward to him blowing our minds. Let's get it, Clayton. Clayton. So we're waiting, though, because so far it's dry. Yeah. Um. So then the night portion of the date... Um, the main drama is that Peter and Will are still bickering. Yeah. And while Will is talking to Michelle, Peter takes his special little jacket that he won and throws it in the pool, which is so mean. It's just immature. It's immature. It's bully behavior. Um, but no one tells Michelle. No. And Nate, Nate is like, at first, he was kind of laughing about the situation, but then he was like, Ugh, like yeah. Peter took it too far. And he's like trying to comfort Will. And he's like, hey, man, like if you just, you know, act unbothered, like you're going to have the upper hand. And Will's like, thank you, but I need to go. And he's like crying. <laughs> he's crying because he loved his jacket. And then he's like, this man's pushing my buttons. I don't know, man. It's. A little much for it's, me, it's honestly. The much. drama, it's just like they're both, it makes both of them so unappealing. Yeah. I'm like, get sure. over it. Like, I mean, stop. not that they would have been appealing. Fighting like with children. All this, but yeah, it's like, why are you crying? It's like, your silly little jacket. Like, come like, on. It man. just is a turn off. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's, they both need to go home. Yeah. But yeah, no one tells Michelle. So Will is just suffering silently. Yeah. Um, she has a good time with Nate as always, but she gives the group date rose to Martin. Why? Because Martin pulled her aside, like before they yeah, did right. anything. It was like, I just want to like check in on how you're doing. Ugh. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So then Rodney, Apple Man, yeah. gets the second one-on-one. And there's just not that much to say about it. He seems like a nice man. He seems really sweet. He seems I'll give sweet. him that. Um, what do they do? I forget. They're just like running around the hotel doing like oh, right. truth oh, or it's dare right, right, where right. it's like in case you forgot we're like at a hotel yeah, and we have nothing else to do. They're like in the copier room and like it's like ew we get it you're at a hotel yeah. like good Jesus. And they're doing their silly little truth or dare. At one uh, point he has to get naked and streak through the lobby. Yeah, which is like covering mm. his wee wee with a pillows. <laughs> But his ass is out. Ass yeah. is fully out. And the other men, like, come out of their rooms to watch him. Which is funny. They're, like, running around the hotel and all the men are, like, right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, it was... They seem like they were having fun. Yeah. Michelle definitely likes him. I think she likes that he's, like, silly. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I mean... He's lighthearted. Yeah, he's goofy. He's silly. He's in a silly, goofy mood. Yeah. Um, that's where I mean. And then at one point they just like go into a room and are like chilling on the bed. Yeah. And it's like, what are we doing here? Not in a like romantic way at all. It's no. like they're just chilling. They're just it's literally crazy. like, oh, we got time to kill, like in between model UN yeah. uh, <laughs> sessions. Um, it all goes back to that. It does. <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm like the embassy suites. I've lived this. Um and at one point, she asks him, like, what's your biggest fear? And it's like, I mean, no hate. It just seemed like kind of an odd answer to me. It was yeah. like, he was like, I, or no, 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 it wasn't even what's your biggest fear. She was like, what's something you've never told someone else? Yeah. So his thing that, like, no one else knew about him was that he's afraid that he's going to pass away before he has like a wife and children, which is just like, I don't know. It is such an odd, it's it's, a little like out of context. It's like out of context. It's kind of odd, but it's like, I mean, yeah, that would be sad. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I feel like could have been a little more playful. Yeah. (laughs) Afraid of passing away without knowing true love. Slot. Okay. okay. <laughs> On to the next truth or dare. Um, yeah, and then they go to dinner and like they have a nice conversation. Yeah. Like he has a single mom. They connect over their moms being strong. Michelle like opens up a bit about a past relationship um, that she was in with a white man mm-hmm. where he was not like sensitive or like understanding yeah. to her feelings and how difficult that was um yeah so it's like it's like a nice conversation she gives yeah. him the rose she's like i know you like don't think you're the tallest or the handsomest and it's like Ooh, i mean yeah he's like he's nice realistic one. and she's like i wouldn't say that it's kind of like uh. you just dug the knife in a little bit baby. <laughs> yeah um, and then the last group date we will be talking about tonight was a poetry group date, which is so much more cringe than like stand up comedy. Yeah, it really. Is. Like, just make it stand up comedy. It's it always works. Yeah. But instead, they're like, hmm, what if we did slam poetry? 
Um, Even worse than regular poetry slam. Yeah. The most entertaining thing about all of it was that when they walked in, so there was a (laughs) slam, a spoken word guy, Rudy Francisco, who is like apparently a A big deal, a big deal. And Chris knows who he is. Chris Mm -hmm. is like starstruck. His jaw is on the floor. He's like trying to like, expresses excitement to the people around yeah, him and, and they're like, like anyway <laughs> anyways he's like he's the one who got me into spoken word like and chris is a motivational speaker so you know he's yeah. into the spoken word he really is um and it's like i haven't seen anyone look at michelle the way that chris was looking no. at rudy francisco no. like that Not man was in love yeah so they all just are supposed to like do a poem mm-hmm and most of them are like corny, but like fine. Yeah. Brandon's was fine. Yeah. They didn't even show many people's. Um, which like I feel like that'd be a relief if you were one of the guys and oh they didn't God, show yeah. it on TV. Um, Chris G's was like good. It was like a well mm-hmm. written and performed poem. But it didn't even seem like she was that impressed. They're just kind of like, oh, you're like a little too good at this. <laughs> like, I prefer Brandon's childish yeah. verse. Um, and then Jamie goes last. And he claims that he forgot his notebook. Where? Where? You've it's been like in the same set. place all day. So again, it's like just so bizarre. Like, what are your intentions here? Yeah, it's like you're not even trying, dude. Yeah, it's like he's like, well, I'm not going to be vulnerable in front of the other men. Yeah. So he just says this weird parable. Everyone's uncomfortable. Everyone's like, this was simply not the assignment. And yeah, they don't really show Michelle, but it's kind of like, that was weird. And then Michelle reads a poem of her own, Mm -hmm. which all of the men are very moved by. But the night portion... I mean, the thing that stands out most is that she's very into Brandon. Yeah, she really is. Why? It's undeniable. It eludes me. The answer eludes me. Yeah, so they, you know, have a long conversation. They're making out. Mm -hmm. They're giggling. Um, And so she gives him the group date rose again. Yeah. His second group date, his second group date rose. Which infuriates Jamie. He's like so pissed. He's man. so mad. Cause it's like it wasn't even a question in his mind that he was yeah. getting it. Like he's so this is his first group date. And he it was like he was laughing at everyone else. He's like, I don't see any competition here. Like all these men are so insecure. Like, I know that I'm the one. Anyways. Anyways. And then he, like, after Brandon gets the rose and they all, like, get up and leave, he, like, pulls a producer aside. And that's when you know it's, like, juicy. They're showing us the producer conversation, subtitled Uh and all. And he says to the producer, I'm really competing with Brandon for a woman's attention. We're not even fucking close. I got to wait six weeks to get to the end of this. That's the challenging part with Michelle. She's in spring break mode. It's a turn off. <laughs> As in like, she's not serious. Yeah. He's like, I have to get through six weeks of this. Obviously I'm like going to win. Yeah. But I just like have to like mindset. suffer through these six weeks. 
I mean, it makes sense, like, knowing the kind of person he is, like, the asshole he is. And like we've said, Brandon is kind of boyish to where he's like, really? You're giving it to Brandon over me? Yeah, it's like, he's such a fucking asshole. And yeah, he sounds like an incel. Oh. Or like a pickup artist, where it's like, Women are objects. Like, Michelle mm-hmm. will do what I say. Like, you know, it's like I'm in control. Yeah. Michelle has no agency here. I just have to get through these six weeks. Obviously, I'm going to win. She needs to stop acting like it's spring break mode. Like, what a turnoff. It's like, well, maybe she doesn't like you, yeah. actually. Just because you want her doesn't mean that you get her. Yeah, it's like, that's the mentality. He's like, of course. And it's like, you don't even want her. Like, you are just want to win. Yeah, it's gross. It's so gross. And it's like, you're just showing the world that this is the kind of person you are. And you're like a serious businessman. But like, surely he has to know. It just is so not well played at no all. not at you all know? there's no yeah it's like if you're gonna be a villain at least have some strategy or like two brain cells to rub together it's yeah like, what did you think was gonna happen here yeah so we move on to the cocktail party where more drama ensues but first we have a really sweet moment with michelle and nate and Nate's like, we should just run away. And Michelle's like, I'm going to take off my shoes now. And they like run away and they're like running around. Um, it's really cute. They're cute. I really like Nate. Yes. Love Nate. We stand Nate. We do stand Nate. Um, and then Rick talks to Michelle. Rick, head on the table guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's kind I'm like kind of warming up to him. Yeah. There's still something about it's. I think it's the dark eyelashes that just make yeah. him look like very unsettling. Yeah. You know, like no, it's I not know. Like he's ugly. It's just like whoa. Yeah, it's he like kind of intense. Yeah. He looks a little the visual of his head. On the water <laughs> yeah, doesn't help. Yeah, um, but he at least like talks to Michelle and finally says like, "Hey, those things you were talking about last week, like no none of us really know what you're." Yeah, none of us knew what you were talking about because none of us were having He's like, I've gotten yeah. to know everyone here. Like, I'm pretty close with everyone here. None of us were talking about that. None of us were saying that. So whoever came to you and said that had ulterior motives. Yeah. And she's, she's the like, one. She's like, well, it was Jamie. Yeah. And it's like, yes. Yeah, we'd love to Expose see it. Expose him. We've been waiting for that one. Yeah, because it wasn't clear if it was like Jamie was going to have some longevity as yeah. a villain. Because um, it's like as soon as he's exposed, like he's going to go. Yeah. So God, we really haven't had a villain with a lot of longevity in a while. I know. I kind of miss it. Or you like hate them for so long and yeah. you're like praying for the contestant to see the light. Yeah. I haven't had that. I know. They're getting too aware. I know. It's annoying. Um, maybe it's just being in such close quarters in the hotel. Yeah. It's like nothing. You know, when you're traveling, else. it's like you get caught up in the thrill of it all. Yeah. You're not thinking about the dynamics. Yeah. I don't know. 
Um, so yeah, when she tells Rick that it was Jamie, he's like stunned. Yeah. Cause Jamie presents himself as this mature guy. He's older than everyone in the house. Not everyone, but he's like an older guy. He's, you know, doesn't play these like games and it's like, he couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. So Rick is like, this is blowing my mind. And then you can see Michelle's realizing where she's like, she clearly trusts Rick. And she's like, yeah, this is like making me realize that there were red flags yeah. in that conversation. And the fact that, that story about her in Minneapolis was even brought up was like a major red flag. Yeah. Um, so Rick goes back and he tells his boys it was Jamie and they're all shook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? Um, and they pull Jamie aside. It's like Nate. Casey, Rick, and Jamie. Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, like, why did you tell Michelle that? And he tries to tell them to their faces, these men who are friends with everyone else in the house, who are in touch with, like, what people are saying. He tries to be like, well, I just told her, like, this thing was, like, taking on a character of its own. Like, everyone was talking about this. And they were like, how how do you know what everyone's talking about? You were in your room. Yeah. And he was like, well, yeah, I wasn't there for the conversation. It's like, it's just so, like, badly played. Yeah, it's so badly played. And it's like, you really thought you were going to lie to their faces? And get away with it and convince them? It's like, he th- He's like an incel. He's like a pickup artist who thinks he can manipulate anyone in the way that he wants. He thinks he's so smart. And it's like, you look like such a fucking idiot. Yeah. So then, oh, and he says something like, because they were like, why did you bring up that story? And he was like, well, I didn't want anyone at home to speculate. And Nate's like, who? What? And he's like, the viewers. And Nate's like, fuck the viewers. Like, we're talking about Michelle. Like, we're talking about here and now. Like, the fact that he's even thinking in terms of viewers yeah. is bizarre. But that makes you think that it's like he was strategizing, but it's but like so poorly. So badly. Has he never watched the show? Or it's like he's just so delusional. He's such a narcissist that he thinks that he can, like, pull off whatever he wants to. Yeah. It's like, that's not how the real world works. Like, people have brains. Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, manipulate people. Like, you're not smart, clearly. So then Michelle ends up, like, calling him out in front of the whole group. And again, he just regurgitates this, like, bullshit about, like, well, it wasn't even necessarily what I said to you. It was people were, you know, just, like. just, like, nonsensical. Nonsense, yeah. Um. And Michelle is like mad and she basically tells everyone or she tells them in front of everyone. It's like, yeah, there are red flags. Like the fact that you even brought up that story, like you clearly were doing that to hurt me. You weren't doing that to protect me. Um, and it's more of the same when she like pulls him aside and they talk one-on-one yeah. and she sends his ass home. Period. Cause it's like, yeah, you were trying to hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. So Jamie's gone. The guys are happy, of course. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, well, one, unfortunately, he doesn't say anything in the car. I thought he was going to like go on some delusional rant in the car. 
It I guess he great. has enough self awareness. I wonder if he'll be. I know it's early to even think about this, but if he'll be at Mintel Law. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think. Yeah. He'll be in so. paradise. He'll have an invitation oh, to paradise. Yeah. It's me thing. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's unfortunate because she's like, she realizes that she took out that anger on everyone yeah when it was jamie's fault like none of those guys were questioning her and she you know was mad at them Mm -hmm. so she's like yeah i'm not gonna punish them anymore for like what jamie did but then she cancels the cocktail party which is essentially punishing them for what jamie did because yeah there's plenty of it's so early on that it's like there are guys where it's like conversations matter like single conversations matter and now for two in a row to have been canceled it's like it's not good so they have the rose ceremony peter finally goes home Mm -hmm. it comes down to the end and will gets the final rose and peter's going home spencer goes home spencer was really cute and then i honestly don't remember the other two yeah no. One of them, it was like, who the hell is that? Yeah. The other, I feel like we knew who he was, but it was kind of like, eh. And then we see a little preview for next week, and we know that there is a new villain coming tomorrow, and it's that little man, the other Chris. Because now it's, it's, I mean, we can't say for sure until we watch tomorrow. Yeah. But it seems like it's someone who hasn't talked to her much, isn't getting much time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well... Guess I'm gonna be the villain yeah. now because there's a vacancy. There's a vacancy for sure. So yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll for be watching it. tomorrow and we will recap it. Period. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one, sister. Bye. Bye. Bye.